It's no surprise that updating the electricity grid today will make for a better tomorrow. Increased self-sufficiency is just one of the benefits. The Great Grid upgrade will also boost the economy and create new green jobs. And best of all, you can continue doing the things you love, like watching the latest epic nature documentary or listening to this podcast while caring for the planet too. Find out more at nationalgrid.com. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and a warm welcome to our many listeners from around the world to the BBC Countryfile magazine podcast, or the podcast as we know it. It's your chance to come with us on adventures into the great British countryside and escape boring stuff like commuting, work and bad weather. My name is Fergus Collins, I'm the editor of the magazine. In this episode, the last of 12 podcasts in our season four, I'm on an early morning mission to meet a spring songster, the woodlark. It's a fairly uncommon bird, and I've never seen it before in my life. But its song is said to be totally magical. So, after tracking down some rumours on a few websites, I set out to a heath on the outskirts of southwest London to try to track some woodlarks down. Listen on for a bit of spring wildlife magic. Plus you'll also hear Robert Burns' delightful address to the woodlark, read by Aileen Booth. I've just arrived at, or just got off the train from London at Longcross, which is kind of a remote little station. It's only about 40 minutes from Clapham Junction. And I'm here walking along a little path with a very high fence with one side and a pine wood between me and the railway. I'm heading towards somewhere I've never been before called Chobham Common which is in Surrey not far from you probably hear in the background the M25 and the M3 um, and Chobham Common is the largest nature reserve in South East England something like six or seven hundred hectares building site on my left there's a chopped trees 
haven't reached the common yet just walking along this sort of funny little path wouldn't want to walk along it at night uh, so it's a pretty murky morning in early March um, and I've just stepped onto Chobham Common surrounded by gorse at the moment in flower and there are lots of pine trees to my right along the side of this sort of peaty path and dog poo bags as always so this is a huge common in Surrey sort of southwest London on the outside well just beyond the M25 here and uh this is a lowland heath. By that, I mean it is actually covered in heather, or well, lots of it is covered in heather, and that's quite an interesting sort of habitat, which I haven't really explored in podcasts, so I don't know what to expect today. There is a reason that I've come, and uh, I'm hoping that somewhere in this massive heathy common there'll be a woodlark singing. Now, I've never seen... There goes a wood pigeon. And there are a few tits scattering around the trees. I've never seen or heard a woodlark. And that's a shame, because they are one of the more beautiful singing birds. But they sing quite early in the year. Clear days from early February. It's not a clear day today. Uh, I quite like these missions, because... Not many of them go well. <laughs> so when they do go well, it really feels rather miraculous. Gosh, I've just arrived at an absolute muddy swamp. Uh, looks like someone's just driven up here and driven round and round and round in a circle. Uh, and there's brambles. Everything is a bit sort of dead. Or oh, birch forest ahead. Birch forest standard birch trees in fact I'm surrounded by birch trees I've only seen a little bit of heather so far so I'm going to try and walk away from the big run there's a dunnock singing the squeaky wheel but we'll see I'm just going to have a wander I've only got a few hours because I have to be back at the London office for a meeting Ren conversation. Yeah, this is like competing wrens. Ren fight. Yeah, two male wrens either side of a path in the scrubby, sort of brackeny. Yeah, really going for it. And there goes another train. So it's a bit, oh, red uh, grey squirrel scampering up a pine tree, following a path. I'm hoping heading south. Um, Job and Common is well famous for being an open lowland area. Uh, it was never really farmed, I don't think, or it certainly was farmed millennia ago when the trees were cleared 
and then uh, the soil was fairly degraded and not very fertile there's a robin singing here and so it wasn't particularly good for farming so it kind of left really and grazing I think was kept it open and by some miracle a large chunk has still survived on the edge of London and there are a few other chunks of common and heath around there's a great tits blue tits I'm sorry no, that's a great tit this is a great tit I should go with my first instincts huge pine towering over the path here um, so I'm going to keep my ears open so yeah it's a fairly ancient landscape here's another another great tip I've not come at the best time of year but uh, I think really May onwards is when you get a lot of the heathland flowers and a lot of the insects really interesting dragonflies and bees and butterflies here and I think you also get they also have quite a good array of uh, there's a black black, uh, blackbird angry I disturbed this morning very wet underfoot Um, but it's a good array of reptiles snakes, slow worms and uh, common lizards but really I've come just to see if there's a get a chance for this woodlark or a few woodlarks I'll check my map in a minute hopefully get away from the, the roads a bit further into the so now I've reached a more of a vantage point it does look like I can just look across a landscape of heath and birch and bits of pine. Quite a lot of scrub here. But I imagine this sort of area, though it is a national nature reserve, I'm sure it's always under threat from encroaching development and noise and air pollution because it's surrounded by busy roads and railways and big conurbations yeah the, the roar of the motorway behind me um, the M3 cuts right across to the south here the M3 cuts right across the common and the barbarity of someone who the, the planners who thought oh, they just didn't think roads and cars are more important beautiful sapling pine trees here that look like perfect little Christmas trees just dotted um, um, along this grassland very peaty looking grassland and there's lots of heather to my right I think I can hear a woodlark There is something singing up ahead. Let's see if we can get a bit closer. A single magpie. I hope that doesn't spell 
bad news. But I just heard. It's a sort of... I think it was up ahead where there's a bit more of an open area I think they like open areas with the old tree to sing from can't pick it out above the traffic at the moon I would really love to get a recording I looked on the um, BBC weather app this morning it said 97% chance of rain it's not actually raining right now but it's not promising it's so grey there's something singing up here I'm going to keep going definitely heard something that sounded very woodlarky so I was in London last night for the Publisher Podcast Awards which the Country Farm Magazine podcast podcast was shortlisted in one of the categories Specialist Podcast of the Year well you can probably tell from my tone that A. we didn't win B. I'm slightly hungover and it's dedication to the cause that I'm out so early in a cold, wet and rather drab day. It's half past eight, so I've probably got... Oh, what was that? Missile thrush. They look so big sometimes. Bigger than a pigeon, but they're not. There goes another train off to London. (laughs) From here, I can see quite open land, gorse in the distance, and then lots lots of scrubby woodland, conifers, birch... Uh, it's just beginning to rain now. There's little ponds everywhere, which I really like. I think it's like a pond dipper's delight. And the fun thing there would be, come late spring, going to get a whole load of amphibians, dragonflies and all sorts of stuff coming to those ponds. And I bet there's some quite interesting reptile life here. Just got that feel. It's just bit miserable and cold today but it still could be I mean I don't know if there are adders here but it does look like very good adder territory I think if I found the right sort of place a slightly sunnier day and a fantastic little path just winds mysteriously through tunnels of gorse yellow flowers everywhere let's march on so we can cover some ground hopefully pick up the sound of a, another woodlark. That was definitely was a woodlark. But I wasn't close enough to really enjoy it. I'm not even sure I picked it up on the on the audio. The soil here now is very sandy. The paths are very sandy. So that's probably it's, and there's lichens on the ground through the ground floor. This is a lovely area where I'm in now. Properly heathery but with quite a few pine trees. I I wonder whether they need to do some scrub clearance here because these pine saplings are coming through quite strongly. This is probably perfect nightjar habitat. 
could be a very good place to come back in late May, June, July hear the sound of night jars and whether the rain is just going to suppress the any singing woodlarks I like seeing these lichens bright green just coming through on the ground you normally see lichens on trees so this is a different sort of I don't know my lichen species it's a bright green clumps little cushions of it annoyingly the rain is beginning to come down that 97% was 100% now so I've just met my first person on Chobham Common some walking two dogs a little sort of terrier thing and a lab who wanted a nice bite out of my bacon sandwich which is my breakfast so he can get lost another wren that's quite a relief to hear another bird singing and I'm in a really wide open area now grass, gra- more grasslandy very tufty spiky tufts of sort of golden golden grass big road right beside the common so I might try and move I need to retrace my steps a bit and head away from this road just realise how much of our lives we spend bottoming around I do and I have a job that allows me to get into the countryside but we've got this all wrong haven't we Think of all these millions of people driving cars with their stress levels. I know this from my own stress levels of driving. I got a speeding ticket recently, the first in my life, and uh, well, it was a shock, but it's probably done me a favour in the long run. And I know lots of people would probably disagree with this, but. It has made me much more conscious of my stress levels in cars. Uh, but better to not get a ticket, not get a fine, not get points on the licence, not have a crash, not feel so stressed. So it has had the desired effect. Oh, a green woodpecker. Lots of birds here. Very boggy track. I loved the, all the different songs of the great hit. It's like they're playing. Oh, here's the robin, I'm right underneath him. So these commons, there's quite a few. There's Hounslow Common, there's Horsell Common. There's lots of them around. But they're just fragments of this massive sort of lowland heath that used to stretch pretty much from... East Anglia to Hampshire and Middlesex and Surrey Uh, it's just sort of it's been built on because they were useless for farming these heathlands, these lowland heaths which are so rare and precious but they were built on so the rain has really settled in now and um, that's definitely suppressing bird song and I don't think woodlarks like the rain uh, it's so frustrating because tomorrow is gonna, it's going to be a really glorious spring day uh, but uh, I have to be back in the office so uh, 
maybe I will try and venture out another time. So we might wrap this one up for now. Um, but yeah, so walking in the rain. I think if you don't have to go back to your office and you can just get into a rhythm, there's a different sort of atmosphere. Uh, you'll probably hear the raindrops falling on my hood. Um, different sort of atmosphere, no one else around. And how to have the countryside to yourself. But then uh, I'm also contending with wet feet, cold nose, and uh, a sense of slight disappointment that uh, this would be a good place to explore. And there are definitely woodlarks here today. Address to the Woodlark by Robert Burns Oh stay, sweet warbling woodlark, stay, nor quit for me the trembling spray. A hapless lover courts thy lay, thy soothing, fond complaining. Again, again that tender part, that I may catch thy melting art, for surely that would touch her heart, what kills me with disdaining. Say, was thy little mate unkind, and heard thee as the careless wind, O nocht but love and sorrow joined, sick notes a woe could walk in. Thou tells o' never-ending care, O speechless grief and dark despair, For pity's sake, sweet bird, nay mare, Or my poor heart is broken. And that's the sound of my train again, leaving Longcross Station, deep in the, in the county of Surrey. Um, I've returned to Chobham Common. Chobham Common too. the return of the mic. Um, because yesterday was such a hideous rain. There's another train in Longcross, busy today. Um, yesterday was such a rainy, miserable, cold day that I didn't feel... Well, I felt very disappointed uh, to be chased from the common by a little bit of rain, but I really was cold and wet, and it was very unpleasant. I looked at the forecast. I'm supposed to be in the office right now, really. Well, not right now. It's about quarter to seven in the morning. I looked at the forecast, and it was a beautiful blue... Well, there was sunshine for once and no wind. So I've, I had to come back. I'm hoping I can do an early morning walk. So I stayed in a little Airbnb in Egham nearby and had a night out in Egham. Well, I had a pint in the local pub. The things I do for woodlarks. already there are song thrushes and tits in the trees there are loads more life here already it's not raining it's clear and still and the road noise isn't quite as oppressive this is a song song thrush up here 
and a green woodpecker. Did hear a couple of those yesterday. Sun on a distant golden hillside. The gorse on my left. I can see the song thrush. The silhouette. A nice wren. Ah, this is so much better. Longcross is a funny place. There's no... It's, it's just a station with almost no facilities. The station map has a blue blob in the middle and green all around it. So the most... pretty useless. There's a robin up ahead as well. Um, but there's something called Longcross Studios, which I wonder if that's like a film studio. And then there's the Went, Wentworth golf club which I think is quite a famous golf club for British championships and things like that so obviously maybe Long Cross gets very busy in the summer when there's golf tournaments and there are a few people going into the studio but no one coming out onto the common with me it's pretty frosty underfoot actually which is good because it's a little bit Still a bit boggy as well. So much water fell yesterday. There's lots of green woodpeckers here. Absolute plethora of wrens. From where I'm looking, over little birch woods and huge tangles of bramble. As far as the eye can see, this common runs off. Lovely great tits here. There's a lot of life. So I'm just now running parallel, going heading south, I think, away from the railway, parallel to somewhere called Burma Road. It's chilly this morning. The, uh, the wrens and the tits and the robins are all out in force this morning so I reckon I've got two or three hours walking I should be able to cover a fair amount of ground lovely flowering gorse everywhere so really it's, it sort of consists of this park it's just lots of glades pine trees, birch trees fringing them definitely looks like a birch is in, intruding onto these glades a bit lovely silvery birch so you get these white trunks with the black horizontal markings all the way up lovely robin here so wistful wistful robin I love the way that this song just trails off Now the M25 is here somewhere. It doesn't seem quite as oppressive today. I think maybe the wind was in the wrong direction. It's wrens. We'll head more into open country here. Leave this road behind. Head where I think I heard a woodlark yesterday. 
There's two ducks waddling along the common, two mallards. So I've, oh, sorry ducks. I had to come this way. You've got the whole common to choose. Oh, it's really icy here. My fingers are getting cold, but the sun, the sun is coming up over the common behind me, so I'm now heading westerly. Oh, ducks, those are the two ducks that I just scared. They've come back over a bombing raid. Oh, I'm going to be grateful for the sunshine in a minute. Two magpies. Ah, excellent. Always good to see two magpies. Don't know why it is. Two for joy. It is um much much needed. So this is going to be a, a listening out. The cry of the wild duck. The one thing I'm determined to do today. There they go again, they're just circling me. Trying to make a podcast here. Uh, Bless them. I was the one who scared them, so... Uh, Oh, slotted hooves. Hoof prints in the soft... I think those are deer. There will be deer here. Be nice to see some deer. Another robin scoots across my path. Now more open area. The sun is just coming over the pines, away to the east. <laughs> There's two male and female mallard just circling. They're sort of vengeful. More little bits of ice on these puddles now. And ice in my fingers. So I'm just about to walk out into golden sunshine and there's heather here. Lots of golden grasses. So I'm following, I've come off the main tracks, I'm just following a more minor track. I love the sort of splintering look of the ice on these puddles. Well, the temperature must have really dropped last night. Ah, I'm in the sun now. It is Golden Heathland. What a difference a day makes. Now, where to go to find these elusive? So I'm going to head towards Oyster Shell Hill. Some nice names here. Ship Hill, Burnt Hill, Chickabiddy Hill. And I'm hoping that's going to... One of these high open spots. Might be able to hear the uh, hear a woodlark. There is a woodlark. Need to be able to get across to it though somehow. Okay. It's over to my... It's over to the east. going overhead annoyingly. Very distant actually. Yeah, that's a woodlark. I 
can't get across to it. Just look at my my map. Just a big area of boggy heath between me and it. It's ululating. Very distant. I'd like to get much closer. There's a broader path here that seems to sweep around in the general direction where the sound is coming from. There we go, getting closer now. There's a lovely sun mist coming off the grass and the path ahead. It's a really, really beautiful day. I see it. Forty-eight years of birding. Well, take a few out. This is the first time I've clapped eyes, and I just don't want to sing on top. I talk on top of him. Chop on Common, surrounded by the M3, the M25, and a busy railway line has these absolute marvels singing in it. Flying now. I got as close as I could. That's just a heavenly, heavenly thing. And um, he was just singing. He'll sing all day in the sunshine. It is really beautiful now. So I'm going to have another. That's mission accomplished. But what else might there be here to, to tantalise? Let's have a look at my map. Ah, oh, I took some photos even on my phone. Uh, just extraordinary. What a joyful moment. And I'm, ah, I'm really thrilled. Oh, so I'm going to head up to Oystershell Hill, see what can be seen from there. And then uh, I can still hear woodlarks in the distance. Uh, so I'm going to march on a bit.
but yeah, so I'm just walking along this broad sandy track, very waterlogged. Uh, actually, coming up to another woodlot. Um, gorse forests on my left, so sprinkled with yellow flowers, and then huge stretches of heather. Is that more beautiful than the nightingale? It would help if I'd actually recorded some some nightingale song. Oh look, there's one just he's just standing on a just standing on a little tiny shrub. The sun catching these birch trees. They are just like the silver spears with their reddish upper branches. Almost like upturned brooms. They're really beautiful. Natural silver. I like coming to these areas where it's very different terrain to what I'm used to. So, gosh, it's a really boggy path, but it leads up to the top of Wishshell Hill, so I'm going to try it. Stone chat. That's this funny little song. There well, now I can see the M3 from Worcester Shell Hill. Yeah, funny little Dunnock like song. Oh, God. Sun. Sunspots on my. I was looking into the sun for too long. So this is an amazing view over the heath from Oyster Shell Hill with an M3 behind. But I can see lots and lots of birch. Open grass and lots of glades, lots of big areas, but it's a huge, huge glories of the glories of Chobham Common. What a day to have come. There's a goldfinch. Two goldfinches just singing away in flight. So this is Oyster Shell Hill. Not really. It's a it's a rise. As hills go, it's I've not even noticed the incline. But I'm atop it. The air smells quite fresh. There's another, yeah, another woodlark here. I see him, little white breast, on top of a birch tree. Lots of traffic noise here, I'm afraid. Varies its song. 
Each time just a little variant. Faster, slower. Slow with notes in between. I love that one. Oh, that's lovely. And just a trill. Short phrases. Listen to this all day. Singing at the top sunlit silver beach with a fiery sort of yellow gorse fire, forest fire at the foot. It's quite a big bird actually. is mission accomplished. I would love to capture the Hartford Warbler song which I missed earlier. But we'll see, I'm going to slowly head back to Long Cross Station. He, because it is a he. It's just fluttering high up like a skylark. Shivering wings doing these slow circles, slow loops. Uh, 200 metres up. Oh, just heart. Heart that. So, I'm now walking on another muddy, well, it's sort of sandy mud. It's just more forgivable in some ways. It's a rather sort of smashed and broken bit of as if someone's been through here in a large vehicle. I think someone has. Uh, I suspect they're pretty strict on off-roaders here. Uh, frosty, frosty grasses and gorse. Uh, not much heather in this part of the... Uh, but I've got a view down across a big wide-open golden area. Still here, woodlocks. Oh, one has settled right beside me. Oh, in his old tree. It's got a slightly different song. I think these are ground nesting birds like most larks so they'd be very vulnerable to dog walkers and I'm sure this place is actually full of dog walkers but obviously they've been raising young here doing quite well I think wood larks 3,000 pairs in Britain mostly in the south southeast. I think there's a couple of pairs in Devon a few pairs in Devon about as far west as they get None in Wales, I think. Yeah, that's a t-
just divine. There are wrens, woodlarks. It's a glorious view of the Oyster Shell Hill from this lovely sweeping path. And this perfection. What a day! Sun rising quickly. It's now about 8 30. I've had a good hour and a half wander around. I could stay all day, but unfortunately, Lalula arborea. Lalula arborea, the woodlark. The arborea for the wood. Lalula must be for that song. Lalula, lula, 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 lula. Back towards civilization and noise. Trains, computers, and the rigmarole of life. But that was utter magic. Uh, so I'm heading pretty close to Long Cross Station now. So it's goodbye to Chobham Common and thank you to those amazing woodlarks. And that's it for this season of podcasts, this season of 12. We'll be back for season 5 quite soon because it's an exciting time of year. We've got spring and all the wonders of that coming up. And I'm hoping to hear nightingales and get out and do some fun things. And I've got lots of other people making lovely audio for us. So there should be some really great adventures. Um, do tune in do keep listening and if you haven't listened to the episode seasons one to three uh, please do there are so many good little adventures I particularly recommend um, trip if you love birds on my trip to Langos Lake and also to Martin Down really great experiences plus I get hit by an owl and almost hit by an owl in um Martin, on Martin Down. So thanks very much for listening to this podcast. The BBC Country Farm Magazine podcast, or podcast as we call it, is produced in Bristol by Ben Hewitt and Jack Bateman. Goodbye for now.